from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Fourth down and goal from the four-yard line for Texas State. Snap back, pass to the goal line is batted down, incomplete. Will Williams knocks the ball incomplete. Pass intended for Javen Banks, and Texas State will come away with no points. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alliance Bank Central Texas. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. On the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. When we were sort of discussing late in the game, did you get what you wanted out of the game today? You're the best person to ask that question to. Uh, how much positive did you get out of today's game? There, there's, there's a fair amount of good things. I think the, probably the number one thing is just all the dirty, gritty, kind of ugly things that have to, um, they really, you, you have to become or you have to go through in order to get to the good, shiny, polished, you know, nice things. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Dave Aranda and the Bears back on the winning track today at home against Texas State. Bears have won their ninth consecutive game here at McLean Stadium. They do so today in impressive face fashion over Texas State. Final score, Baylor 42, Texas State 7. Now. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. I like cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Coach Dave Aranda in there as well. We'll let you listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today coming up in the hour. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios. Brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Bears do win uh, 42-7 to over Texas State. Get to 2-1. and one. Now headed into conference play this Saturday to Ames, Iowa, to play the Iowa State Cyclones off to a 3-0 and start themselves. Uh, Baylor and Iowa State this Saturday morning at 11 from Jack Trice Stadium in Ames. Uh, we're glad you're with us on this Monday. Aaron, uh, how was your weekend? Uh, the early start for you, the very early start for you on Saturday. It was good. I was, uh, after a long Friday of high school football, I had a long Saturday of college football, and it was great. I was tired and went to take a nap, I thought, about 9 o'clock that night, and that turned into... <laughs> A good night's sleep because I woke up at about 7 a.m. on Sunday morning, oh. so <laughs> which is not, right. obviously, if you know anything about me, not usual for me, but I just no. went ahead and stayed up and started watching Red Zone at noon, watch Red Zone from noon to 6.30 like I do almost every Sunday, and then I went and walked and got back and watched the second half of the Sunday night game. 
Very cool. Very good. That's yeah. Well, that's not almost... not all of it. Uh, a little bit of it. It was yeah. uh, not much of a game. I got you. I didn't watch any of that on Sunday night. Uh, that's almost that schedule's almost re- exact opposite of your normal schedule, right? <laughs> it really was going to bed at nine o'clock for a nap. Yeah, yeah it was a nap. Well, all right, getting up at six a.m. on Saturday. <laughs> right after you know leaving here about midnight Friday. Yeah, right. That part. Yeah, I'm used to, but yeah, the getting up at 6 a.m. was a little different. Yeah, but that turnaround, that's tough. So we appreciate that very much. Great coverage here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, an early start this Saturday as well. Not as early because it's a road game, but we're on the air at 9 a.m. on Saturday with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show and then 11 a.m. kickoff for uh, Baylor and Iowa State. Interesting weekend. Uh, Big 12 did well. Uh, a, a hiccup in Manhattan. Kansas State lost to Tulane, man, and I sure did – sure didn't see that coming at all yeah that was probably the biggest obviously in the big 12 but one of the biggest surprises i saw in college football over the weekend everything else kind of went according to how it was supposed to go right i mean i I know mississippi state was a slight favorite over lsu and lsu ended up beating them pretty handily but those kind of things happen in conference play with conference rivals and things like and teams that are that loaded with talent like yep. LSU, you know, it's hard for them to ever really be an underdog. But, yeah, f- Kansas State losing that game was a real big surprise, especially as good as they've been so far this year. I know, man. I hated beating Missouri, you know, the week before. I really hated to see that. So, um, that was the only real uh, real hiccup. I mean, Tech lost at North Carolina State. I watched a good chunk of that game on Saturday evening. Uh, and North Carolina State's good, you know, and they were they were at home, and they just sort of really did like uh, like they should have done, knocking off Tech there in uh, Raleigh. Yeah, we we were kind of I was kind of looking at that game to get a better measure of Tech. Not that we didn't have one; we knew they were gonna they were a lot better, but. Uh, that game showed, you know, they still have some strides to make to to get to where they want to be, obviously. And then Kansas kept rolling. Oh, how about that? Got the got the big win over Houston. So I consider me sold on Lance Leipold and yep. Kansas. Yeah, yep. yep. No gonna, reason not to be right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they'll be competing for a conference championship, but they're going to beat some teams that – before the season, we would have said, oh, you're out of your mind if you'd said Kansas was going to beat those teams. You know, if you say they'd beat Texas, nobody'd be surprised. But <laughs> pretty much any of the other conference schools would be a surprise before the season. Now, not so much. They're playing really well. Yeah, pretty amazing, really. And they had, uh, I listened to part of that game when I was driving home. They had an hour uh, weather delay in Houston, so I had to wait that out, but then won the game over the Cougars. So uh, KU 3-0 and on the season. I saw this graphic uh, that was sent out uh, by somebody, ESPN or Fox, somebody on Saturday. Uh, it made note of the fact that uh, Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, and North Carolina – you know, traditional, you know, powers in college basketball. <laughs> right. All four of those schools are 3-0 and in football for the first time ever. <laughs> first wow. time ever that's happened that those four at the same time are undefeated to start a season. Pretty incredible. And two yeah. of them playing each other, so that's it won't right. last past this week no that's matter what. Right. 
Yep, Duke plays at Kansas coming up this Saturday morning at uh, at 11 o'clock. Big 12 has uh, a Thursday night game, West Virginia at Virginia Tech. Five games on Saturday, but three of them are at the same time, an 11 a.m. kickoff. So uh, not really spread out throughout the day on Saturday, but that includes uh, Baylor State number 17 in the poll at Iowa State on Saturday morning. Um, uh, one, uh, nationally, uh, you, you know, of course, Baylor won here over Texas State, a member of the Sun Belt Conference, 42-7. We were talking about the Sun Belt and what a week they had. Appalachian State hosting game day on Saturday. I, To be honest, I didn't see one minute of that because we were up and out early, uh, you know, for the Baylor game. But uh, then App State hosting Troy and almost uh, not the ending uh, that you would have hoped for App State with, uh, you know, hosting game day and everything. You want to win the game. You want to follow through with that. But it took a Hail Mary pass of 53 yards for App State to beat Troy on Saturday. Uh, Aaron, have you heard this call? I did, but okay. when I was putting it in. Putting okay. It, getting it All ready. Right. All right, here's our friend Adam Witten. He does play-by-play for uh, for App State. Here's the call. Remember, uh, you know, they're down. They're about to lose, and, you know, just put a damper on the day and everything. So uh, here's the call, courtesy of the App State Sports Network from Learfield. Chase going to step up in the pocket. Sets, throws high into the air. It's up for grabs. It is juggled. Yeah, very reminiscent of uh, of Baylor and A&M in 2004 with J.J. and I just screaming (laughs) like schoolgirls. I mean, you you could tell. I think you got the gist of it there. The Hail Mary uh, pass was answered, and App State won over Troy in dramatic fashion on Saturday. Yeah, that's pretty great. You can you could hear the defeat in his voice as the ball's in the air. Right. Because how often do you can you know the hail marys work? Not that yep. often. Yep. And then he goes to it's tipped and then bedlam. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Bedlam in the booth. That's true. All right, uh, very good. We're off and running on this Monday. Let's take a break. Let you listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference coming up in a bit. Take a break. Uh, look at the uh, rest of the weekend in Baylor Athletics when we come back. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Because I would need to come by at about 6 or 6.15 a.m. to pick up breakfast tacos. Now, given the fact that I am zero help to Lark and Tom, really in any (laughs) way, like I think what they'd really appreciate, even more than me being on time, because I think they'd be fine if I was running late or something, if I came bearing gifts. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Payments for qualified buyers at 3.9% for 72 with 5,000 down cash or trade. TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. Buy big savings on pre-owned cars and trucks at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers can get in a 2018 Kia Sorento for $234 a month or a 2019 GMC Acadia for $335 a month or drive off in a 2019 Chevy Silverado for $460 a month. Find over 75 thoroughly inspected units in stock. Get top dollar for your trade and 100% approval is always our goal. Buy your next pre-owned car truck today at Richard Carr. Richard Carr, we give you more. 
We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. is brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. It's a calling that's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? Being a member of the Air Force Reserve. It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. And the experience, education, and other benefits you receive can enhance your civilian career and your life. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. To find out about local job opportunities with the Air Force Reserve at Joint Base San Antonio Lackland or Naval Air Station Joint Reserve Base Fort Worth, call 800-257-1212 or go to afreserve.com. Sponsored by the Air Force Reserve and aired in cooperation with the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. This John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. They are uh, closed to catch their breath, get going again tomorrow morning, breakfast time. And uh, what a great weekend again by the great folks at the Baylor Club. They had their Friday Night Live. They had the uh, game day tailgate. Then the Bear Victory Brunch again on Sunday. And just a terrific, uh, well-organized, memorable weekend at the Baylor Club. Closed on Mondays. Back at it. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner tomorrow. Check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. Or if you have a question about membership or uh, scheduling an event, give them a call at 254-710-8080. 
That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Congratulations to Baylor uh, freshman running back Richard Reese. He is the Big 12 Newcomer of the Week. Very deserving. I uh, I don't know who else would have been a, a serious candidate, but, man, I thought leaving the stadium on, on Saturday that Richard Reese probably had this award locked up. Really, really great game for him when Baylor needed it. They had to play without Tay McWilliams on Saturday and needed a running back to step up, and Richard Reese uh, did that in a big way. 19 carries, 156 yards, three touchdowns for Richard Reese, the freshman out of Belleville High School. So congratulations to him for the uh, Big 12 Newcomer of the Week Award. Baylor Volleyball uh, swept through the Baylor Classic, uh, finished up on Friday afternoon, actually, and they now have eight straight sweeps to their credit. Uh, they are 9-2 and two or 10-2 and two on the season and uh, open Big 12 conference play on Wednesday evening at home hosting TCU. Uh, that will be the gold, uh, gold gold game. Uh, first conference home game for every sport is the gold game. For volleyball, it will be Wednesday against TCU. For soccer, it will be Saturday, or Friday evening against Oklahoma, and that will be the gold gold there at Betty Lou Mays Field. For football, it's next week, October 1st, when Oklahoma State comes to town. Soccer dropped a 1-0 decision at SMU last night. Uh, by all accounts, played really well. SMU, the number 19 team in the nation, and uh, uh, Baylor played them uh, nearly toe-to-toe. Lost 1-0 last night. They are back in action on Friday, as we said, hosting Oklahoma. So that's the weekend in Baylor athletics. Uh, included a football win over um, uh, Texas State, 42-7. to was the final score. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Gives our give ourselves plenty of time to listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference. We'll have that for you when we come back. The weekly meeting with the media for the Bears head coach coming your way after a short break. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. Joe Kaleo and that uh, podcast. Check it out. Your money and a cup of Joe with Joe Kaleo. We'll take a break and be right back. John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. So here comes third and five. Only heard here. Inside the 10. Brady and the gun, third down, snap back. All season. Looking around, flushed out. Parsons has second. Parsons again. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from MetLife Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys, Giants, Monday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 80 
As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cooper Rush led the Cowboys on a late drive for a game-winning field goal by Brett Marhar for 50 yards, which gave the Cowboys a 20-17 win. Cowboys go to 1-1. One one. Doubleheader tonight on Monday Night Football. Tennessee at Buffalo in the early game, followed by Minnesota and Philadelphia in the late game. Top of the AP poll remains the same this week. Baylor holds on at number 17 after their win over Texas State. The Bears hit the road to face Iowa State Saturday at 11. UMHB blows past Southwestern this week. The crew is on the road for a showdown with Harden-Simmons Saturday night at 6 o'clock. Rangers have the day off after losing another series to the Rays. Rangers host the Angels tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Right, right, he's through a hole to the 40, 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Richard Reese. 52 yards on the touchdown run by Richard Reese. He's over 100 on the day, and the Bears lead 34-7 over Texas State. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Presley split wide to the left side. Keep it on the ground to Richard Reese. Why not? Richard Reese, his third touchdown of the day, in from five yards out. The Bears up on the Bobcats, 41-7 here in the fourth quarter. 
Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. I like that's courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Big day for Richard Reese. Have a day, Richard Reese. 19 carries, 156 yards, three touchdowns. Big part of the Bears' 42-7 win over Texas State on Saturday. Bears 2-1 and one on the season. Uh, win again at home. That's now nine straight home victories for the Bears. They were 7-0 and at home last year. Of course, the first two this year, Albany and Texas State. Now going on the road to play Iowa State this Saturday morning. Here is a listen to Coach Dave Aranda's press conference from earlier today. Yeah, it's good to see you guys. Um, you know, we're excited for this week. You know, the opportunity to uh, go back and look at the game. Saw a lot of improvements, you know, things that uh, that still need some improvement on. But I feel the, uh, you know, the ability to play with a little bit more edge on on the offensive side and then, you know, the the reducing of the penalties and, and the the increased discipline we're all good signs and so you know it's a um, it's a it's a beginning and it's a start you know we're definitely going to be challenged um, coming up on Saturday I, I just feel that as far as the view of um, you know who we want to be and, and consistently um, look like I'd say Iowa State kind of is that in a lot of ways and just you know they don't beat themselves they are efficient with all their movements and kind of what they do. Um, you know, I think they're, um, you know, they're they're a tough outfit, and so a lot of respect for them, a lot of respect for their coach, and um, you know, it's going to be, it is um, going to be a challenge for us, and so excited for that, and uh, to see kind of, uh, you know, how much we've grown in all of it. But with that, take any questions you guys got. Dave, uh, how would you describe a typical Matt Campbell team? Is it and is it going to be kind of strange not seeing Brock Purdy and Bruce Hall out there? No, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think they're a little. Di- they are a little different. So they throw it. They're throwing it more than what they have, and you know, I think and and then they're blitzing more than what they have too. And uh, and so I, you know, you could, I, you know, if you infer just those pieces in terms of the. The last couple of years that I've been watching film, like we've been um, here, you know, recently, I would say, you know, he he, you know, he plays he plays to the strengths of what they got, you know, and so you could see that for sure. I think the identity of um, you know the physicality and running the ball and stopping the run and and all that for sure shows up, and there and that is still there. But I think the the eleven personnel, you know, the one back, one tight end, three receivers, and the throwing, and how quickly the ball's coming out, I think is is different and new. And I think the amount of blitzing, you know, the weak side pressure is kind of slanting into tight ends and everything, is um, not new, but more so. And so I think as you pull away from it and look at it with a real wide lens, it fits them, and it allows them to be their best. And so I would say that. Coach, in terms of the kicking game, where's your comfort level with that if you're in a situation where you're down 30 and you need a field goal to tie the game? Really good. Yeah, I think, you know, the, there's 
there is, I feel, a lot of confidence there. And then, you know, I think the, um, the ability to always, you know, go for it on fourth down is, is going to be a factor with some of that, too. And so whether it gets to that point, you know, um, and, you know, um, I think the hopefully the more touchdowns that come as a result of uh, just being aggressive on that particular down, um, kind of adds up to um, a, a, a different end result. But then I also think, you know, if we got down to it and we had to we had to kick it through the uprights, feel completely confident in doing that. And our guys have been doing that in practice. And, you know, we um, we go through a lot of two minute situations. You're going to go through some today, you know, uh, to start the week again. And, um, you know, we've been right on it with all of it. And so confident where that's at. If you guys use that expression of play green, uh, which I think you've described as playing fast, playing aggressive, mm-hmm. uh, how do you balance that with just not being too reckless? Or, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you, you mentioned the improvement in the penalties mm-hmm. this week. That was good. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, a guy not overrunning a, a, tack, a, you know, a ball carrier or something like that. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. It's a good question. You know, I, I first look at, look at that just outside of football. And so just, you know, I think it goes to like how, how different it has to be to have like a real honest conversation with somebody, you know, where they really can be forthright and say it in a way that's not ugly and all of it. And um, you guys are, you know, talking about stuff that's real as opposed to maybe my ego taking shots at your ego and your ego defending against my ego and just this whole little you know game within a game like what's going on like so much of it is that and so just to get to where there's an honest conversation is is way unique i don't think it happens very often and you know i i think when you come across people that are authentic and genuine and not trying to be anybody else i think that's way rare too and i think all of that there's so much inner work that's got to come that leads up to all that especially when it's difficult situations because you know if the i you know you go back to i, I want to you know like i to actors and the mask comes off and you know should i put this mask on is it time for this other mask and that whole thing and so to get it to where there are no masks is um, way vulnerable for a lot of people, and so I just think the, the just as as difficult as it is to be authentic in in off the field, to get to where you are all, you are that type of authentic and, and genuine on the field is just as because there has to come first of all like well you know hey so this defense you line up here your eyes are on here but hey be alert for this check or the tight ends here you actually lined up there and if the tight end motions across you got to shift to this and um if there's no backs we're in this other defense and if the tight end's not attached then we're this other defense too and it, you know and so you have to go through all of that piece and then once you kind of get through that piece then you start playing a little bit faster all of our young guys are going through this now and so but then but then it becomes like you know I'm frustrated that my math class was this or that I had this learning specialist told me that I have to study and do all this stuff. <laughs> and, and why do I have to do this? And I have a class at 8 o'clock. And why do I have a class at 8 in the morning? And you, you go, and then well, football becomes like an outlet for that. And, I, and so some of the stuff you see where the guys are just like running by guys and throwing their heads at guys and just all the stuff that's wrong, I mean, they're offloading all the stuff that they've been carrying. And so, you know, that's not it. And so you got to go back and work and all that and get it to where, you know, the 
um, where the playing is really just an expression of your best self, and that takes a lot of work to do. And so to say that we have a bunch of guys that are doing that now would not be true. And so we're, we're working to get that. Dave, you have an update on, uh, I'll list a couple names here, sorry, Tay, Ben, Monterey, Cole. I think Tay, I think, is probably going to be a little bit longer. Uh, I think Cole will probably be in a little bit, could be a little bit longer. Um, we're hopeful for Ben and Monterey. Um, there's still tests that have to be taken for them to be kind of, um, you know, given the green light, so to speak. But things are are looking like that's going to be the case, but not yet. What about uh, Khalil Key? He's still a ways out. Dave, out of that running back room, what does Richard Reese uniquely give you? Is there something special that he brings? He hits line of scrimmage um, fast, and so you know there is a um, you know we talked we've talked about it some before, and it's 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 really evident in um, the wide zone play where you're on the track, and we talked about the line of scrimmage can be kind of muddy water, and it sure would be great to have it really clean, you know, crystal clear, and it ain't a lot of times. And so to play full speed on your track and get the one foot in the ground and go into what could be, you know, I'm not really sure, um, is a whole thing in and of itself. And, um, you know, uh, he can do that really well. And I think that separates them from the beginning. But then I think, you know, there's such an eagerness and such a um, um, uh, a heartfelt want to get better uh, that's kind of driving him and way appreciative of that. But then, you know, on the other side, there is also a, um, a um, I wouldn't say innocence, but I would say I think all the stuff and the... You know, the, the, and it's going to only grow as we go more. But all the the you know the talk and just everything about him, I think doesn't he doesn't really care for it, which I appreciate so much. <laughs> and so yeah, I think that just allows him to kind of be him, and it's just so cool for that to be the case. Coach, is there a, a change in maybe intensity or focus now that you're leading into conference play? You know, um, I would say you, know, you would like for every week to be. To be the same, and I, but to, and so like the how you prep and how you talk and how you uh, uh, how you structure your practices, you know I think the um, the ability to kind of not be waiting for remarkable stuff to happen, but to do the unremarkable with remarkable consistency is really what the key is. So you kind of have to, you know, the boring perhaps, you know, uh, mundane specific detail oriented things you really have to master and so that takes that takes a while to see those if you're moving too fast and looking for big things you'll miss all the little things so i would say that now i think within that though i have been on teams to where there are when you get into a week there's just an energy that's there and you feel it um and so when that comes from a team you know um, it's all, it's generally a good thing, and so I think at that point, you, if the team is going like this, you as a coach just kind of bring it down and give it a, um, a, a a runway to where you know we're not overflowing on a Tuesday or a Monday or what it would give you. And so I don't know if that makes sense. How have you seen Apu uh, grow and develop since the time he started recruiting him until now? No, I appreciate that. Yeah, so he a lot of growth for him. I think um, I'm way proud of Apu, and, and I, I think he continues to. Um, I think he continues to mature. I think a lot of maturity is just a, just a, a, 
just a different way of seeing. I think his perspective is broader. I think he can, it's not just all about him. And it's starting to be like that. And that's just so neat, man. That's the, really the stuff that's the coolest of all the stuff. And so, you know, I think once we get into this, this, this part of the season, as, as we spoke, you know, this is the more, the more attention grabbers that they are and everything. I think all, you know, his growth maturity will be tested for sure. But, um, you know, I'm I'm proud of him because I think you know he's emerging as a leader. We need one, and uh, you know, he's doing it in a way that I would appreciate. And I think everybody can see, and I think he's heartfelt with the stuff he says. And he still has, you know, he's still gonna want to, you know, um, dance into a river a river dance at certain times. And so we're trying to quell that as best we can, and just keep it all just on the field. But I think, you know. Um, I think he's he's a guy that's that's really um, done all the stuff we've asked him to do. So excited for him. Coach, you wrap up non-conference play. What have you seen from Blake in the offense through these first three games, uh, and what makes you feel confident, you know, heading into conference play from the offense? Um, no, I appreciate that. I think the first thing would probably be maybe some tension, anxiety. I think would probably be the first two that come to mind. Um, I think you know. The expectations and just the, um, I think all that stuff's real. And I don't know, I don't I don't think it, it really does anyone any good to not talk about it. And so I think they're, you know, they've had to deal, th- they've had to deal with that and work through, you know, not letting the outside come on, get to the inside. And just like the, you know, I think when you keep the focus on yourself and what you're doing, there's a chance that we call it being an artist, but a chance to be way innovative. I think when the focus is on what's on the outside and what's being said and what's all that, then there's a, a you know, really almost what becomes more is more reactive and more closed off and more protected. And so I think, you know, this last game in particular, we're able to break through with some of that and really kind of keep it the focus on the focus, which I'm, I'm proud of. And I think it's different. You know, there's just when you when you say offense and you say those names, you say it, it's just a lot of youth. And so I think, you know, I think for us as coaches, like someone has to teach them and someone has to help them through all of it because it's a lot and it's coming fast and everything. And, you know, I think the times you want stuff and then you didn't know this other stuff came with the stuff that you wanted. And so then when it does and then it's like, hey, dude, it's OK. Right? Let's kind of roll through this together. I think it's very much like that. In terms of that running back position without Day, it seems like every guy who you given a chance to has stepped up in some way, mm-hmm. uh, with Richard being the most recent one. What qualities does that room have to where it's like it seems like plug and play and a guy goes for 90, 100 yards and a couple touchdowns? Um, appreciate that. I think I look at the first guy I think of there is Juice. I think Juice has, uh, so our, our running back coach, uh, you know, uh, Justin Johnson, he's got a great rapport with the guys. And I think you talk about mentorship just re- just right now, and I think there's very much that going on. And I think, um, you know, his connection with that group is very much outside of football. It connects to all parts of life. And um, I think when there is that, you know, when the player feels that and knows that to be true, that that I'm being seen for more than just a player. I'm being seen for as a person and for who I am. And then there's just so much more of a um, ability at that point to kind of just let it, to show them, to reveal and put themselves out there and not hold back and not try to protect and not try to have, uh, 
we talked about, you know, actor studio and all this other thing. And so I just think like the, so that I think juice. And the thing is, you know, from, from my seat with all that, I can talk it all, but it, you know, the, the greatest, you know, um, player development is coach development because when things get tough, right, the, the, you coach who you are and I think juice does a great job with that group. And so, you know, there's a strong belief there. I think, you know, you've got guys that can be perimeter guys. We've got guys that can be one-on-one matchup guys in the throw game. Um, they're all now improved in in pass blocking, right, and knowledge of who to pass block and, and how and all of it. I think, you know, what remains to be seen is the ability to kind of be a 20-carry 20, 20 uh, guy in a game, right, taking the hits that come with all of that and kind of being at the best, at their best in the fourth quarter. And so that is... That's a challenge. Now, whether that's going to be one guy doing it or that's going to be a stable of guys that have to do that remains to be seen. You mentioned the pressure point Saturday at halftime. Mm-hmm. You can almost feel mm-hmm. something was on edge. Mm-hmm. As someone with your background and what you study, was mm-hmm. that cleansing that people kind of released the tension, the pressure, the expectations and cleared it? I appreciate that. I think um, I think we're still in the process of doing that. I, I, you know... Yeah, so we're speaking about halftime. You know, I could I could really sense in halftime just the – I think the coaches were like this, and because of that, the team was like this. And so um, I forget exactly what I said, but it was something like, just drop it, man, like, you know. And so you, you instead of being like this, you'd love to be just like that. And I just think you can play green if that's the case. And, I, you know, I, the um, I think all of that is – there has to be an emphasis on um, growing and improvement, improving, and that has to be over proving to others that you're that you're worthy, or proving to others that that you're worth it. And I think it, we might have been we might be tilted too much in this area, and it needs to be more of an intrinsic thing. And I think, and and that's just way difficult. You know, I think there's a um, I showed it to the staff. I showed there's a scene in The Matrix, one of my favorite movies. And so there's there's a scene with Morpheus and Neo. They're on the street, and they're in The Matrix, and they're walking. And it's a, you know, it's a Matrix program, and they're walking this way, just those two. And everyone on the street is walking the other way. And they're bumping into guys, trying to walk on through, and it's like a whole thing. And so that's what it is. It's that. So that's hard to be intrinsically and to, to be focused on who you become as a result of all of it. Right? And to be and to be, um, you know, to be process oriented when the outcomes are just so out there is to walk against the grain with all of it. But that's the that's the fight. That's we talk about the, the task within the task. That's clearly it. And so we can't lose that um, in the face of these games. And, you know, that we'd love to win, but could very well lose and don't control the outcome with all of it. You know, I think we keep the focus on these things. We'll continue to get better throughout the end of the year. Dave, you mentioned you want to see the offensive line play with more edge. Practically, how do you go about kind of coaching that in practice? Um, no, I appreciate that. I think it's the it goes. I think that's tied with what we just talked about. I think you know, you have to. Um, I think when guys are not playing with edge, I think they're carrying other things, and they have to drop what they're carrying. And that could be that could be um, you know the feeling of overwhelm of whether it's school now and just the daily schedule that a lot of guys have. It could be expectations, 
right? And the stuff they're putting on themselves. Um, it could be, you know, the tenseness and anxiety that's passed over from a coach, okay? And really, you know, a player's not going to prove that he belongs by perfection, by doing everything right and everything else. And so it's just, you know, I don't – you don't play football by paint by numbers, man, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, the stuff's going to go outside the lines, right? Just be you and all of that and, and let it – let the stuff you carry, let it go. And so I think that's for each – I think that's kind of a general thing. That's a general talk right there, but there's for each dude it's way specific. So you have to see where guys are at and meet them there and work it out at that level. Dave, uh, we're in Hispanic Heritage Month right now. Uh, you're one of the few in Division One football that's you know a Hispanic head coach. You know, is that something you're proud of to to represent? I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't ever, I don't think about that. I imagine, I don't know if that's wrong to say during this month, but I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, um, um, yeah, I, I do though, when you pause and you step back, I think it is, it is, um, well, I'll say this. So I, when our, our punter got married, um, this, uh, I think it was this was it the spring, spring or summer, this summer I think. And my wife and I, Dion, we went to the wedding, and uh, it was it, um, I forget the name of the town actually. It's down south, so we we're there. And I remember, so we got in Friday night. And the wedding was on Saturday morning, and um, I so it was it was right by the water. So Dion and I get out, we get a cup of coffee, and we're just walking on the water there. And um, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but I remember seeing. There is there is um, Mexican American people there, and I remember seeing a Mexican American in a suit, and I just and it kind of paused me because I remember when was the last time I've seen a Mexican dude in a suit, and it, it, I always I went back to when I was in I was in school I was in high school when I lived back home where I'm from in Redlands, and as you probably someone in my family because generally when you see Mexicans I, I don't know for me I don't really see that. You don't really see it. And so I remember I'm seeing a guy in a suit, and I keep walking, and then there's another guy. And I don't know, maybe it was something going on. Maybe there's some type of conference or something, but I'm just seeing it. It's like it it pauses you, and you just you, you get – I remember telling my wife kind of what was going on, and, and she was – I don't know. I'm hoping everyone's keeping up because she was struggling to kind of keep up with it. But it's just – I think when for people like I could be that person in a suit, that's just way strong. Yeah, I, I, that is a real thing. That is Coach Dave Aranda. Uh, again, a very thoughtful answer to every question. Very good question at the end there from Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald. And uh, you can tell uh, Coach Aranda put a lot of thought into his answer, as he does with every question. Bears in Iowa State coming up on Saturday. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff, 9 a.m. airtime here on ESPN Central Texas. Television Saturday, by the way, will be on ESPN2. Uh, the following week, October 1st, it's Oklahoma State coming to town and normally we would get the kick time for uh for that game today but the networks have uh, exercised their six-day option so we won't know the kickoff time for baylor oklahoma state october 1st until uh either late saturday night or sometime on sunday 
uh, for Baylor's following game, the uh, next home game, October 1st here against the Cowboys. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll look ahead. We'll wrap things up. We'll share some birthdays with you. Plenty more still to come in the hour. Hey, we're glad you're with us on this Monday. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Back in a moment on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, joined by Academy Head Coach Chris Lancaster. I respected that man. I, I had the opportunity to work for him for six years, uh, two at Kentucky, then he brought us all from Kentucky to Baylor, and I uh, had four more years at Baylor. I just respect the, the heck out of Guy Morris, and I really respect how he treated the players. And those kids, they felt the love, and, and so he was a great father figure to all our kids. I just enjoyed my time with them. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Are you tired of the same old boring pizza? Well, it's time to step it up and head on over to Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall off Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. This pizza is a handcrafted cuisine from the Castillo family, serving the fine food since the 1930s. Order by the slice or a whole pie, or try Castillo's spaghetti and meatballs. Top your meal off with Italian gelato with many flavors to choose from. Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall, Waco. Stop by or check them out at villagepizzeria.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. When you have a litter-free state of mind, you get the answer to all of life's great questions right in your head. Like, am I a jerk because I let trash fly out of the car window? Yes. If I throw garbage out of my truck and no one sees it, really? Can I be fined up to $2,000 for littering on? Yes, come on. And should I dispose of litter properly because I'm a proud Texan? That's exactly what Don't Mess With Texas means. Get your litter-free state of mind today and don't mess with Texas. A message from TxDOT. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cooper Rush led the Cowboys on a late drive for a game-winning field goal by Brett Marhar for 50 yards, which gave the Cowboys a 20-17 win. Cowboys go to 1-1. One one. Doubleheader tonight on Monday Night Football. Tennessee at Buffalo in the early game, followed by Minnesota and Philadelphia in the late game. Top of the AP poll remains the same this week. Baylor holds on at number 17 after their win over Texas State. The Bears hit the road to face Iowa State Saturday at 11. UMHB blows past Southwestern this week. The crew is on the road for a showdown with Harden-Simmons Saturday night at 6 o'clock. Rangers have the day off after losing another series to the Rays. Rangers host the Angels tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Final segment, John Morris Show on this Monday. Thanks for being with us this afternoon. And Matt Mosley is coming up next, top of the hour. He'll have Matt Lively on from KCEN TV this afternoon. Stretch is on at 5 o'clock. Talk about the Cowboys and that big win yesterday. So stay tuned for all of that. Plus, uh, Aaron, I'm guessing you're uh, Campus Confidential, a part of the uh, Matt Mosley Show as well this afternoon. That is correct. We've got lots of college football news to go over, some firings from over the weekend, head coaches, coordinators. It's uh, They're not waiting until after the season to get rid of people this year. Man, that's true. Herm Edwards, right, out yeah. at uh, Arizona State. He was greeted coming off the field by the AD and, the, uh, I believe, the school president. Ugh. Like, <laughs> they want, I guess they wanted him to know right away, hey, uh, that's it. I don't, Golly. All <laughs> right. Yeah. I've never hey, seen that before. Uh, yeah, exactly. I've seen it. I've heard of it on, uh, you know, on a flight back home, you right. know, coming back, uh, but not walking off the field. So, man, all right. Uh, and the coordinator was the uh, the defensive coordinator at, at uh, Nebraska, right? Yes. Yes. They, uh, apparently he's going to be the fall guy for them yeah. giving up. What, 54 points to Oklahoma? Yeah, exactly. 49, I think. But uh, OU put it on them on Saturday. All right, uh, so that's coming up. Campus Confidential, part of the Matt Mosley Show, 4 to 6, coming up this afternoon. Tomorrow morning, remember, it's game time. Weekday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. It is the first word in local sports. Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, and Ryan Fox. Tomorrow they'll have Shehan Jayaraja from uh, CBS Sports on at 7.30. Dave Aranda, one-on-one with Tom Barfield at 7.45 tomorrow. So you'll want to tune in and uh, catch that and plenty more between 7 and 9 coming up tomorrow morning. Let's uh, share some birthdays with you before we get out of here on this Monday afternoon. Uh, let's see. Going back, let me go back once to four one to yesterday. It was uh, Brian Estridge's birthday yesterday. Brian, the uh, great voice of the TCU Horn Frogs. Got our uh, text uh, string going yesterday, so happy birthday to uh, Brian Estridge. Today's birthdays include Stan Hilton, former Baylor baseball pitcher, 
Arlen Thompson, former Baylor uh, uh, football offensive lineman. I think he uh, he and Ricky uh, were on the same teams here in the mid-'70s. Happy birthday to Arlen Thompson. Randy Riggs, uh, retired from the Austin American Statesman. Happy birthday to him. Uh, oh, Carolyn Mushka's birthday. Carolyn uh, retired from Baylor Career Services, now up in West. Uh, happy birthday to Carolyn Mushka, uh, just a great, great person. If you know her, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Ken Cooper's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Ken. And uh, Ralph Holly's birthday is today. If you know Ralph, he's a great guy as well. Lee Miles' birthday was yesterday, going back to one more from yesterday. Aaron, uh, any other birthdays to add to the list today? Just a couple. Actor Jeremy Irons turns 74. Singer Trisha Yearwood turns 58. She uh, married to Garth Brooks. And tonight show host Jimmy Fallon turns 48. And that's it for today. All right. Very good. Hey, good list there. Do you like Jimmy Fallon? Not a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I liked when he did the Baylor coaches, but uh, uh, yeah. I generally not a big fan of his. I got gotcha. you. You know what? I, I came to the realization uh, that he doesn't program. He doesn't do stuff for people my age. Yeah, same. You know? yeah, yeah, he's not. I'm not his target demo anyway. Exactly. So I, don't, I don't think he's he's too worried. Exactly. You're closer to it than I am. But, uh, you know, it's just a different, different uh, uh, like you said, target demo and uh, and more power to him. You know, he's doing well there on network late nights all right we got to move out of here matt mosley is coming in next uh, lord willing we'll be back with you tomorrow at 3 p.m hope you enjoyed listening in to the dave aranda press conference today coach aranda and the 17th ranked bears big uh, game this saturday in ames against iowa state saturday morning we'll continue to talk about that and preview that as the week continues aaron thank you very much thanks for making things work for us Now stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. So way, way happy to be here with you all.